Minnesota's Attorney General further scrutinizes two proposed cross-state health system mergers. Moderna's combination flu and COVID vaccine advances to phase three clinical trials. And providers could face Medicare payment penalties under tougher quality program standards starting next year. It's Friday, October 6th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison will further probe two separate pending mergers of hospital systems with footprints in the state. Ellison's office announced it's reviewing the proposed merger of Essentia Health, based in Duluth, Minnesota, and Marshfield Clinic Health System, based in Marshfield, Wisconsin. The two systems first announced they were investigating a potential merger last October, but formally announced their intent to merge in late July. That merger would create a 25-hospital system spanning North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan's Upper Peninsula if it's ultimately approved. The office is also examining the proposed merger between St. Luke's, also based in Duluth, and Wausau, Wisconsin-based Aspirus Health. That proposed merger was announced in July. If approved, the combined organization would operate 19 hospitals and 130 outpatient locations in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. The Attorney General's office said the reviews are to make sure both mergers are in compliance with Minnesota state law. In late May, state lawmakers passed legislation that granted the Attorney General's office greater authority to review proposed health care deals. It allows the office to consider whether a health care transaction is in the public interest and seek court intervention if the attorney general deems that it is not. That bill was signed into law by Democratic Governor Tim Waltz later that month. Ellison's office is hosting a community meeting in Duluth at the end of this month to gather public feedback on the proposed mergers. The Midwest, in particular, has seen a spate of proposed health system mergers over the last year. One of the largest announced was between Sioux Falls, South Dakota Sanford Health and Minneapolis, Minnesota-based Fairview Health Services, which would have created a nearly 60-hospital regional health system spanning the Dakotas and Minnesota. However, leaders from both systems called off the merger in July, citing a lack of support from Minnesota stakeholders. We could be one step closer to having a single shot to protect against both influenza and COVID-19 for older adults. Moderna announced Wednesday that its mRNA-1083 combination vaccine was successful in preliminary trials at producing antibody levels in the blood similar to or greater than the company's standard flu shot dose in adults between the ages of 50 and 64, and an enhanced influenza vaccine in adults between 65 and 79 years of age. The combination vaccine was compared in both age groups to Moderna's mRNA COVID-19 shot. Moderna said it did not identify any new safety concerns with the new shot compared to the standalone vaccines. Moderna CEO Stefan Bonsell said combination vaccines offer an opportunity to streamline the experience for consumers and health providers, as well as increase compliance with public health recommendations. The combo shot now moves to phase three trials, and Moderna 
Moderna said it expects to seek regulatory approval for the dual vaccine in 2025. In related vaccine news, the Food and Drug Administration announced it had granted Novavax's updated monovalent COVID-19 shot emergency use authorization. Like the already approved new COVID vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna, Novavax's shot targets the Omicron variant XBB.1.5. However, unlike the Pfizer and Moderna shots, Novavax is a more traditional protein-based shot, not an mRNA shot. Novavax's vaccine is authorized for use in people 12 years and older. According to the CDC, Novavax's latest vaccine's private sector list price is $130, technically making it the most expensive COVID vaccine available. Physician organizations are calling on the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to rethink a quality program that could potentially penalize providers for the care they deliver next year. That program is the Merit-Based Incentive Payment System, commonly known as MIPS. Launched in 2017, it aims to tie physicians' Medicare pay to their performance on care quality and improvement metrics. Since the program started, many physicians have received quality bonuses, which are paid for by penalties levied against lower-performing providers. In 2023, around 97% of physicians avoided the program's potential payment penalties. However, there are concerns that more physicians will fall short of tightened MIPS standards in 2024 and be subsequently penalized by Medicare with payment cuts. The program changes include a higher threshold for earning a performance bonus and including the cost of care into performance scores. It's also important to note that MIPS was largely paused during the COVID-19 public health emergency for the 2019, 2020, and 2021 performance periods. In a letter sent by the American Medical Association to CMS Administrator Chiquita Brooks-Lashore in late September, the AMA wrote that it was concerned that many physicians were unaware that MIPS had restarted and would be unfairly penalized as a result. Moreover, the organization wrote that it had already heard that some of its members are facing penalties next year for the first time, in some cases up to 9% cuts to their Medicare reimbursement on top of the Medicare cuts already in place for next year. The AMA also claimed that the MIPS program is overly burdensome for providers and it doesn't yield the intended care quality results. A study published in JAMA in late December found that the MIPS program may not accurately capture the quality of care that primary care physicians provide. CMS previously indicated that MIPS standards were going to get tougher and that a majority of providers could see their pay docked in 2026 for failing to meet performance standards. The AMA has criticized MIPS for not providing up-to-date or complete data to physicians, like how they're performing at any time under the program. CMS told Axios that a voluntary report option that launched in 2023 further tailors quality measures to specific specialties and conditions which offers a more connected assessment of quality care. Coming up on Monday, Sara Vaezi, Executive Vice President and Chief Strategy and Digital Officer for Seattle-based Providence, joins the podcast to talk more about Priya Health, the health system's latest incubated technology that aims to increase patient engagement. And I'll be in Las Vegas this weekend covering the annual health convention for Just Healthcare Daily. Be sure to tune in for both daily conference updates as well as future interviews with healthcare innovators.
This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.